How about now? Check, check. We got very faint something. How about now? Hello. It may just be like, it may not be showing that it's real loud, but you might be able to hear it pretty good. Bring it up as loud as you can. Can you hear us now? Yeah, it's definitely. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's definitely. Okay. Check. Did we all sound clear? All right. Test your mic out. Check. 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 But are we loud enough that you can hear? Can you hear us? I think so. Yeah, I can hear you over here. Yeah. All right. So I'll just turn up your mic volume a little bit. Yeah. Put just push the start button on the phone. Okay. Time to murder some young children. Let's do yeah, it. let's okay. do it. All right, all right. We are um, we are live again in Swamp Cabbage Brewery. Uh, their seventh anniversary this year. They've invited us back out. We're gonna test out a little bit more, a bit more beer. They got quite a few on on a tap today for us. We're gonna roll through. Um, we got ten. Ten. We have but ten they have on tap. Available. And actually, doing a cool thing where if you blow the keg, you actually get free swag today. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But as you can see, they clearly have. The um, little seven-year mug right here. Well, you can't really see. There you go. In the video, um, fifteen dollars you get just the glass. Eighteen dollars you get the glass and your first pour. But if you keep the glass and keep bringing it in, you get a dollar off every beer for the rest of the year. The next anniversary. Um, we've now put get two mugs for each yeah, year. Yeah, we, right? we got a six and a seven. Yep. yep. I successfully did not bring my six anniversary glass any time that I was here. I never bought it. I had not a single time. I had it multiple times. <laughs> in the truck. I brought it sometimes. It I had just, it multiple times in the truck and just left it out there. Completely forgot it. So, but yeah, we have uh, we have ten beers. Uh, some we've done before, and then some we're doing for the very first time. Uh, special shout out to Dylan from Cinetopical. Dylan, he's our beer beer bringer today. Beer bringer today. Also, so. he's our editor in chief. Yeah, and uh, and helped us through some technical issues, but we are. Yeah, uh, that's his hand though. you see coming in the bottom. Yeah, his, his beautiful little hand. <laughs> What are we doing here first? This is the Sable Blonde. Yeah, the Sable Palm Blonde. So um, I'm not sure. I think we've done this one before, but I wasn't totally sure about this. So I feel like this, we have. I think this was on part of the last show. I think this was on part of the last show, but a really popular beer. They sell the blonde uh, in the Myrtle Beach and Hilton Head area. So um, they actually are you know, able to get this out, distribute it to different places. So. I think this is a really solid one to start with. Nice cream, crisp, easy drinkable beer. So very cool. Uh, yeah, the cream is very—it's not overpowering, but it's there. It's very great. Right, right. 
Very subtle. Very drinkable beer. Oh yeah. It's crushable. Yeah. Very yeah. crushable. Very yeah. Smooth, nice. Very nice hot day. This is gonna. As far as craft beer goes, this is going to hit your spot. It's going to refresh Very you, clean. So, very, yeah, which yeah. is pretty typically hot in here. I think all three of us are sweating at this moment. So, um, pretty packed room, but excited to be here. Happy Sabbath anniversary to Swamp Cabbage. And uh, got a lot of friends and family here. Nice little crowd. And they got two food trucks, live music. Oh, they have two? Music, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of good stuff out here. I saw one of the food trucks. I didn't know they brought a second one in there. Yeah, I think so. the second one's on the way or something Yeah, it like comes that. in, of nice. course, so the Montezuma food trucks here from like 12 to 4, and then another one comes in from 4 to 8. Very nice. Very it was nice. like Kids so. at Play or something. I can't remember what the name of the place. The Blonde, which is actually, I think this is a favorite of my wife, Sydney. I know that, um, of the beers that they have. So Very clean, um, very smooth. I think we're going to have a nice little diverse day, too. We got the uh, Maple Bacon Beer Bacon Bros Brown. So I've got one beer that I'm super excited about. It's our yard beer coming back. Yeah. We've got the uh the Boykin Brown. Boykin Brown, oh, yeah. yeah. Anybody oh, yeah. that knows my family knows that we are big Boykin dogs. Yeah. We've got seven of them throughout the family. So yeah. big Boykin so, fans. Yeah, might have to get a little collab there. We can get a little yeah. photo yeah. shoot. Maybe get one of our yeah, one of our yeah. dogs to sponsor the yeah. see the see the official. You got Dexter at um River at, Rat. At River Rat. Yeah. So yeah. Get one of our dogs get, here at Swamp. Get you a Boykin as yeah. uh as the official sponsor of the Boykin Brown. So all right, well, I'm going to start um, off with the score if y'all are ready. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, just because the pure fact that I am hot and sweating and, like, this is going down so perfect, I'm yeah. saying, like, 9-3 on this bad boy right now. A 9-3 on the Because it's, it's purely hot. Yeah, it is crushable, man. I can do this all day. A 9-3. Uh, I think I'm um, – I think I'm going to go with an 8-1. I think it's very easy, very clean, very crisp. Uh, not a lot of boldness to it. And uh, for somebody out there this is, you know, that's just a Bud Light fan and wants something a little off of Bud Light for the craft world, I think this is right there with it. It's a great entry level. It, it is. Level. It is. Yeah, so I'm going to be at an 8-5 on this. 8-5? Like, like I'm saying, Chris, it's very clean, very crisp. As I've said before, it's a very easy drinking, smooth beer. Something that's not going to blow you away if you're not into the craft. It's going to be just, it's just a very good, easy drinking beer. So a solid 8.5. So down the line, we got 938185 on the Salt Paul, uh, Palm Blonde. And uh, next two, we have the Lima Pino. I think this is going to be a really interesting one. Dylan's waiting for his tray, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get them all. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Stash. Thank you. Thank you. So. The Lima Pino. So this is one we've never reviewed before. Crushable. Yeah. Again, crushable. But so this is one we've never done before. This is their blonde. Never done on the show, but we've had plenty of it here the past two weeks. Yes. Yeah, I'll yes. probably have one or two of these. I'm not. I'm a, a fan of it. This mixed with their the beauty the beauty of the peach is really good. A little spicy peach. A little spicy peach. Ooh. The peach is very Ooh. good. I am so disappointed that we are not getting to do the millions of peaches. I'm not going to lie. I'm actually, that has been one of my favorite beers of theirs. I think the highest we've ever given them was in the nine fives for the, uh, for the uh, orange creamsicle. And I really thought the millions of peaches was going to get that pretty, that low nine score. I mean, it's right, so with it, yeah. I'm about to change my score on the first one. I realized that came in way too hot. Okay. Okay. What would you like to change the one? It's a very fantastic beer, but I'm just not leaving myself a lot of wiggle room. <laughs> let's, do, let's do eight, nine. Let's do eight, eight nine. nine. Okay. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So, 
Lima Pino is their blonde mixed with uh, lime jalapeno. So, um, so we actually talked to him about this the other night. Yeah. Where he was saying, well, Alex and I talked about the other night. So for this beer, he takes what was like two pounds of jalapenos. Yeah, he makes like basically own like jalapeno like pur- puree with like lime, whatever. Yeah. Right. And, then puts, and then he puts it into the keg and then mixes it with a bit of lime, and that's what gives us that lime jalapeno feel. It was like two gallons of jalapenos. Two gallons of jalapenos yeah. and like in like a bunch of lime too. Yeah. You can actually, it feels almost like... That's your secrets, but... Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can almost feel, like, the heat of the seeds of the jalapenos. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, I, mean, I think he literally just take the whole jalapeno and just pure it. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can, you can actually feel the heat on this. Yeah. Like, this, is, this is another case of where what he says it is, you're getting that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's, absolutely. No, there's no doubt in your mind that there's lime in this. There's no doubt that there's jalapeno in this. You're getting that every single time you take a sip of this beer. Yeah. yeah, you're getting the perfect yeah. perfect taste for it. Exactly. And it's, it's, not, it's not over the top. It's not going to blow your head off. Oh, no, the spice is not hot at all. Well, no. all. There's enough to let you know it's there, and you get a good taste out of it. It's yeah. Not, but you, right. You're not going to start sweating off of it. Right. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not like that's right now. Yeah, yeah. No, we're sweating <laughs> because of heat. We're not, not, not the heat in the beer, but just the actual. There's a lot of people in this small room right now. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm sure you can hear them in the background. Oh, but yeah. I mean, we might actually need to be talking louder into the mics. But I've got our uh, I've got our volume turned yeah, up. Okay, we, sweet. Our games right. are pretty high, so we're good. Yeah, right, sweet. Good. But I mean, I tell you, yes, we have. We always have to give Doug credit. When he makes a beer, he makes it exactly how it needs to be. And what he says the beer is, he delivers on it. So and anybody that's seen our show knows very much that. We've come across a lot of beers that are not tasting what they're advertising. Oh, 100%. But we've one, not had that one, issue here. One brewery no, in particular down in the yeah. low country of Charleston that starts with a B. Ends with Almetto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about you. What was that? Was that son of a peach or what? No. What was the peach of mine? Peach of mine. That was in Georgia, wasn't it? No. That was, that was a Palmetto beer. Or, or it, was, it, was like, it was like a Tava beer. It was like a Tava beer. It was always Palmetto. Yeah, yeah. But it had like no peach whatsoever. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So. All right. I'm going like 9-1 on this one. A 9-1. Wow. I like this wine. I, I like, I I like this jalapeno beer. I get it almost every time I come here. Uh, I get it's it definitely every time nine I come for me. I'm going out out of my way for it. I'm, looking, I'm getting it. I'm having multiple. Woo. So when, when, when he gets this, like when, he, when it's off and he gets it back on, people come in, people come in here and buy Prowlers and prowlers of his stuff because he doesn't sell the beer. Yeah. It's very unique. I, I just don't know that I've ever seen another beer that has mixed lime and jalapeno. Like across our beer spectrum of the places that we've tried. Now, I actually have, well, I don't, I don't know if I bought it the last time, but I, I actually have one from a North Carolina brewery from Birdfire. It's a jalapeno ale, which is similar to this, but this is much But again, I'm just, I'm just talking about the actual combination of like lime, lime and jalapeno. jalapeno. Yeah. Which I think is just such a, uh, you know, a Hispanic or uh, Mexican style flavor that I really like. I mean, we, the Mexican lager from Hazelwood, which we've done before on a live show, I it, mean, was, the, um, it was the Mexican lager that had the Braves game. Yeah. The Los Bravos beer. That was a great beer. But it's just lime, isn't it? I think it's just it's a heavier lager, and I think it's how it has it, it, lime. It yeah, lime I, I, salt I, I, it. yeah. Just, just for the like, combination yeah. of lime and jalapeno, I just don't think I've ever seen it before. And, and I mean, I'm sure it's out there, but it's like executed. Said, I've never come across it. Yeah, yeah. Never, not like this. And no. I've definitely never come across one where it's this well put together. Yeah, yeah, it's executed very well. It's executed yeah. very well. So 
I think in, in credit to that, I'm going to go a uh, an eight three for me. Now I, I feel like we've done a great job of we're gonna go or we're gonna do a great job of one to ten going basically from lighter beers to darker beers. Correct. So uh, I feel like we we're gonna have a nice little uptake right here. We're gonna go into the Oxbow Amber, and then we have another Amber that's uncle and a couple Browns. So. Thank you, Stash. Yeah, thank you, Stash. So, Oxbow Amber is something we have done before. Uh, <laughs> I, love, I love messing with that guy. I love messing with that guy. So, Oxbow Amber is something we have done before. Something they carry a lot, a typical beer for them. Uh, he makes a lot of different varieties of it. And, uh, and yeah, because actually, this is part of it. The next one that we'll have after this is part of it. In the Blood Orange Amber? Yeah. 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 So, which I think we've actually done the Blood Orange Amber as well. I believe, I believe we've done both of these. Yeah. So I'm happy to go back to them. I mean, yeah. After the show, what you have to do is you have to do that blood orange mixed with the porter. And that's really good. Okay. Okay. Alex, that, that's what you're using you got to leave. Yeah. I got <laughs> to drive ahead. Alex got some solid heavy pours going on over here. That is. That is clean. I mean, just. You know, we don't see a lot of people make that middle of the road beer, something that's in that middle category between that dark porter stout to the. To the ales and amber or the ales and blondes and stuff like that you just don't see a lot of people making that browns the ambers the kind of the middle of the road beers as far as the color but executed very well very good amber. very good amber. done very well what's the other like, oh, flavors i'm thinking of a little bit of like clove, maybe, or allspice. There's something in there. Yeah, it's more of like allspice or something. Like yeah, that. I really would like to see them try and make a pumpkin out of this. I really think that, that Doug I'm, I'm can do sure a, a great. I think that would be very well. I, I think he could do a really, really great job of making this into like a pumpkin Just a amber. Spice, spice oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, some cinnamon, some allspice, a little bit of clove. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I really, I really, yeah. I mean, or even an apple pie. Like Mark, I would, Mark I would, like that. Yeah, I Mark would, loves apple pie. I would love to see an apple pie amber out of that. Yeah, yeah. Celebrity guest over there. <laughs> Not paying any Yeah. So we're just, we're just we were talking about, about the here. amber. We really think that he could do something like a pumpkin or like an apple pie that could kind of mix really well with some like some fall flavorings into this amber. So he said you're a big fan of apple pie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, dude. I'm with you, dude. Apple pie above all. We'll have the, we'll have a conversation one day about desserts, and I think apple pie stands above a lot of them. Mark, Mark's apple pie. Top, top top three, top five all time desserts. Hundred percent. Mark does it all the time. Not, I don't even care about birthday cakes anymore. When you hit when you hit that thirty, I don't I don't think you care about birthday cakes anymore. So. No, we don't. Mark and I. Don't. All right, I'm gonna go um eight five on this one. I think eight five is a fair score. That's actually where I was leaning, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it, not to be copycat and Alex, but I'm gonna go with an eight five as well. Two clean sleeps and two eight five. Eight five all the way. No averages needed on that one. We know that it's gonna be an eight five there. So um, on to beer four, which is the uh, blood orange amber. Gonna make some. Uh, gonna make some cleaning up going on over here. But I'm gonna take a break after this fifth one. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out somewhere. I poured it into the glass, but I'm also going to try that in a second. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so this we're on to Blood Orange Amber. Blood Orange. Yeah, Blood beer, Orange. beer number four here. So. Solid. Solid. I mean, all in all, oh, like, I, I know we've... Very good like, citrus flavor. Yeah, solid citrus Very flavor. good citrus. I kind of forgot how good this one was. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know that we really gave a whole lot of high scores on it last time, but I think the... I mean, it's really crisp on the citrus flavor for us, uh, which I think is pretty solid, but... I mean, we've done we've done maybe three blood orange beers across our career. I think so, yeah. You know, into the hundred and hundred fifties or so, but um, yeah, we're into the hundred fifties now. No, no, I thought about it. We're over hundred fifty now. Yeah, we're over hundred fifty now. So, um, I mean, we've done maybe three blood orange beers across our time, but I just don't know that I've had something that's that citrus, that clean. That's, it is a very good, crisp, clean. Yeah. And it's not even a flavor that I honestly like. Like, if I'm just being honest, I really don't think it's that big of a flavor that I like. Yeah, no, just blood, I mean, just blood orange in general. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not a flavor that I think I really love, but all in all, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't blow you away, but it's really a good beer. And I definitely understand where yeah. people can come from and like this. If this fits into your flavor profile, I do think this is a beer that you will like. Yeah, I completely agree. It's, I mean, it's a it's very, just, it's a very a, crisp citrus. Right. You know what you're getting out of it. Um, it's kind of a palate cleanser too. That citrus yeah. sort of kind of cleanses your palate, so that way you're able to you yeah. move from one beer to the next. Right. Exactly. So if you wanted, if you wanted to go from a light to a dark, or dark you back down to a light, this would definitely be. But it's, it's also kind of interesting how like citrus is usually like such a light, crisp flavor. Right. But you're getting it out of a darker beer. So it, like yeah, that, yeah, that, that middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. That middle of the road beer. How was that? How was that? That was interesting. Lima Pino and the uh, yeah, the Oxbow. You, you got Lima Pino Blonde and Oxbow all put into one right there. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go but, um, eight eight on this one. Eight eight. All right. It's a solid beer. I think I think it's a solid beer. I, I, I I'm gonna give a score because I don't know that it really hits my favorite profile. And I, I think as as personal, you know, tasters and, and, and us in general, we put our name behind something. So I think this one just falls just a little bit below the line for me, and I'm gonna give it a seven nine. Okay. That's fair. And that's only because you're not a big citrus person. Yeah, I'm not a big blood. I like citrus. I'm just not a big blood orange person. And and I'm telling you, I, I got I mean, my mind started spinning when we tried that Oxbow, and I started thinking about fall flavors and stuff. And I think this is just a different. I think it's something they've done for a long time, and I think it's, it's something that people like. Spectrum. Yeah. 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 I think it's something that their people like, so I, they should stick with it. But just for me, I'm just not sure. I'm, I'm blown away by it. Okay. I think I'm gonna be around that eight three, the eight three range on this as well. Yeah. So not not as not as good as the standard Oxbow, but again, like you said, I'm, citrus isn't my my favorite profile. But again, I, I'm I'm scoring it based off of I'm scoring it based off of what what the beer is and what it's delivering. Yeah, yeah. And this is this definitely delivers what it says it's delivering. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I would agree with that. I agree with that. So. Um, five is a, a little bit of a hometown favorite. We uh, we definitely have drank plenty of this in our time. The uh, Dumper Wisen has uh, stayed around quite longer than we even expected. But uh, but 
something that they've they've made some variations of before. They've had the red wheat and blueberry, which we've done. Actually, got a really high good. score. Yeah, we got really high scores out of us last time. And uh, I'm I'm interested. I mean, I think I don't know that I would boldly say that this is going to be our highest rated beer of the day because I do think that the salted caramel brown or our maple bacon brown. Maybe or just even, the Boykin Brown itself, or maybe maybe even the butter beer. I mean, I'm excited about the butter beer being on the list yeah. today. So, but I, I do think this Dunkel is going to be in the top three, maybe, of our overall beers. Probably. So. I can go and get him a score on this one. Yeah, yeah, you can if you want. Yeah. We, um, we know the love for this one. This one's oh, yeah. not. We're not unfamiliar with this beer. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. Oh, not at all. It's a great beer and all that. Um, I'm gonna be in the sevens on this one just because it is a very good beer, but it's not like my go-to. It's not my prime choice. That's your first, your first beer. Yeah, um, it'll be like seven, seven. Hey, it's a really good beer. I just. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, no, it definitely, it, it, definitely it, it fits, a really good beer. Yeah, this, the score needs to fit you, personally. The score needs to fit you. I am really, actually, kind of surprised that you went, like, you've been in the, I mean, that Lima Pino with the 9-1 and then the Dunkle with the 7-7. Seven, seven. But, hey, that's you, baby. That's you. That fits you. Um, this right here is right, a, just, a, just a notch above the Oxbow for me. So, I'm going to give it an 8-6. Which I gave the Oxbow an eight five, so this is going to get an eight six for me. I think I'm I think I'm more along along the lines of Alex, as far as it's a very good beer. It's but I like the I like the different variations off of this more so than the Oxbow or the Dunkelweizen itself. So I think I'm going to be around that seven eight on this. Seven yeah, eight. That's okay. a good point, Keith. Yeah. I'm a very big fan of the, the variations they provide. So like, yeah. like, like, like the red wheat blueberry the red, is definitely blue better. Is, than like, is a fantastic beer, yeah. and, that, and, and the base of it is is Dunkelweizen. Yeah. So I personally think the variations are better, but the Dunkelweizen is still a very good solid beer. So, I mean, it's definitely one that I would definitely drink. Yeah. It's not something I'm going to, I'm going to avoid. So yeah. It's a very good beer to drink. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you there. I actually will totally agree with you guys. I do think that the red wheat blueberry is better than the Dunkel. And I think that there are some other variations that they've done that just end up flat out being better than the Dunkel. So uh, I'm with you there on that. So whew, halfway through, five beers. Might need to mix in a water. Who knows? But, uh, might, might have to take a Take a break for a second. Man, but uh, I, I think Stash has one more. So we can do the, we can do the last one. This yeah. Time. A quick break. Years. We're going to take, take a quick break, break quick after this one. We'll mix in a water. We're going to knock, knock down some zero fruit. Yeah, some legit water. Some zero fruit. When I look at this one, is like dark this, coffee. It does look, I mean, seriously, it looks like just a it's touch. There's no. Just It's like black coffee with just a touch of creamer. Yeah. I mean, just literally like a little, like like Adam when he makes his mimosas on a Saturday morning. Just a little splash of orange yeah, juice right there splash, on, yeah. on the champagne. So, uh, last weekend that you that you were getting yes, yes, <laughs> where the guy God. came poured you a full glass of champagne. I mean, and then Callie over there when we got when she got her glass of champagne. The mimosas just, last weekend. Just just a touch of orange juice was like, nah, I'm good right there. That's it. So like putting salt and pepper on something, but. Uh, salted caramel brown. So we've def- we've done the salted caramel porter before porter, right. on a previous show here. 
but this is going to be the salted caramel brown. Talking with Doug earlier today when we came in, he was telling me that the maple bacon brown has been more of a hit than the maple bacon porter. Of course, maple bacon named after us, the Beer Bacon Bros podcast. So, and I have actually personally had the maple bacon brown this morning, and I'll give my thoughts on it when it comes around. But I'm excited. I'm always a big salted caramel fan. I know you are as well. So, well, not, not since not since one famous night. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not since one famous night. But. Yeah, one famous night. Mark, this is what you've been drinking. With. What do you think of the beer? It is very caramel. And I, I kind of like that because I'll, I'll say that about the porter in the previous times. I don't felt like I got as much caramel in the caramel in the porter as I'm getting now in the brown. And it may just be because the brown is just a little bit lighter a beer. It gives the it gives the opportunity for those flavors to come through a little bit stronger. Well, especially how he does his his brown. Yeah, because it's not it's not a heavy brown. It's more of a light. A flavorful brown. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's, well, I guess we're saying it's not as heavy as the porter. Yeah, I mean, it's never going to be like anybody's. It's never going to be as heavy as the porter. And I do think that Doug's porter is a little bit lighter compared to most porters. But same thing gonna, is going to go for his brown. I'm definitely getting the caramel on this. I don't get much of the salt. I, I was going to say that. I was going to say. I mean, I don't mean to knock it, but I really would like more salt on the back end. Are you getting the salt on the back end? I like a little sea salt, honestly. I want a little tingle to it. I think it's there. You think it's there? Yeah. Okay. So, let it warm up a little bit. On the, on, on the back end. Ah! I mean, so. it, it definitely has a very good caramel taste. It's, the caramel is definitely there. It's, it's, very, it's very prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... It's a mm. Mm. What? I'm trying to think about what score to give this, honestly. I'm going to go 8-1. An 8-1? I got to respect it for the flavor it brings, but... Not a huge win not a huge, you. Yeah, not a huge win for me. Okay. It's still hitting, it's still hitting on, on all the points that you wanted to hit on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you heard that from the crowd, Josh Allen can't throw a ball, which we know is Alex's yeah. fantasy quarterback this year, so... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think oh. I'm going to be about an 8-3 Yeah, feel free to go if, if you want to go for you. I think, I, think I'm at, I think I'm at an 8-3 on this. Again, it's, <laughs> it's de- it definitely has the caramel, but now now, now that it is wonderful, I do definitely get the salt on the back end, like you're saying. But and it could be the device that you're, you're drinking it out of. for a while, though, too. Yeah, when you yeah. I mean, when you drink it out of something that's a little bit different, you're going to have a little bit of a different device. Got some nice waters coming in from Stash. Got to love that. Got to mix it with water here as we uh, kind of kind of get our halfway through. So um, I'm going to throw my score out there. Probably going to surprise you guys a little bit. This has been my favorite so far, and I think it's because it's a flavor profile that I love. So I'm going to go with an 8-9 on the salted caramel brown for me personally. Now, I know for a That's fact highest of the day, it? it is my highest of the day, and I know for a fact that I gave the porter in the mid-nines when we did the salted caramel porter, and I will say I actually think I like the salted caramel porter more than I like the salted caramel brown. I think okay. the caramel goes with the porter a little bit better just because of that, the heaviness to it, so it kind of cuts the part of the heaviness. But it's still a very, I mean, it's, it's a very good flavor profile in, in the brown as well. Yeah, I think. I mean, I truly think that at the end of the day, 
I, I think the caramel flavor comes through better more with the brown, but I think as a whole beer, I feel like it just flows better, it tastes better, it's easier drinkable with the porter for me. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So we're gonna mix in a water here since we're uh, a little more than halfway through. Yeah. Once again, for everybody that's listening, uh, we're live from Swamp Cat Brewery here in Columbia, South Carolina. <laughs> Running through their tap list today, giving some uh, scores. Gonna go out to the crowd. We're gonna see what's everybody drinking out there. I know we got uh, salted caramel brown for you, butter beer for Kelly. Million of peaches for Sydney. She got it before the tap balloon. What do we got? The Boykin Brown from Cali. Not a surprise. Alex White going to be drinking the Boykin Brown. So. What's Todd got over there? Todd, what, Todd, what got? we got over there? Salted Salt caramel. caramel. Yeah. Dad, Dad's got a brown. Dad's got a Boykin Brown. Okay. Not my he, dad. He had an Oxbow too. Yeah. What we got? What we're drinking? The blood orange. The blood orange. orange. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Really? That's it. Blood orange every time. So what if they don't have it on tap? You just walk out the door. You just leave. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I respect that. I respect that. Brent, so, what you drinking? What you drinking? Salt to caramel. A lot of salt to caramel. How we feel about the salt to caramel? Everybody Mark like likes it. it. Yeah. Mark yeah. likes it. Yeah. Kelly likes it. Compared to, the, compared to the salted caramel porter, is the brown better than the porter? Porter better than the brown? Same difference? They don't know. Ask the same question in about 15 minutes? Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Like that. that um, Mark said that the porter is a lot smoother with a concoction, right? but with the brown, it's sweeter. It has a little more of that sweet caramel flavor. Too. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I'd yeah. With that. So, uh, man, I love coming here. I really do. Like, I, I love doing live shows from here. Obviously, they got a lot going on. We got a lot of background noise. We got a lot of fans here. We got, you know, live music going on outside. Seventh anniversary, big thing for them. You're, uh, we're headed into seven, the maple bacon. So, um, but man, I, I, I love, I mean, if you're ever in Columbia, South Carolina, you gotta come here. you've got to come to Swamp Cabin Brewery. I mean, you've got to stop by, you've got to try what they got going on. What you it's see, always good. what you see on the board is what you're going to get, right? I mean, if you're, even if you're the million of peaches, which we're not going to get to do today, I think the beer would have been in the nines, in my personal opinion. Oh, I agree. It definitely has the peach just flavor. A, just a great peach flavor. I mean, and it's, a, it's a, the perfect, it like... For me personally, I feel like a peach beer is the perfect summer beer. Oh, I agree with like, that. I agree with that. I'm not worried about getting peaches in December, but if I roll yeah, up somewhere yeah. in June and you got a peach beer on tap, you can bet your money I'm gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. With that. <coughs> we got the uh, Panthers Saints game on the TV over here to our right, just off camera. Yeah, kind of peeking at that a little bit. Oh wow, seventeen nothing. Oh, yeah, the Panthers are Panthers laying it on. All right, Sam Darnold might actually be the guy for the Panthers. Is James, James still the guy for the Saints? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at his stats. I mean, threw five touchdowns in week one against the Packers. So, right now. Not a whole lot of yards. Christian I, 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 Oh, nice shot. So, right so right now, famous James is 8-14, 77 yards, two sacks, and one interception. Okay. He's seeing eight Not doing great. Again. Not doing Jason great. Jason Hill, baby. Jason Hill. So. But we do have to give credit to Alex while we're, while we're taking a little break here, getting some water in on the show. Alex 
has 10 and 0 on the college picks this past weekend, and then was seven and two on the NFL yep. picks. I think. Yeah. yeah. Ten and one last week. Yeah. He's, ten, he's, yeah. He was ten and two. Ten and two. Yeah. Yep. College. We did twelve. We all missed Buffalo. We all missed Buffalo. We all missed Buffalo. Yeah. Ten and two, and then seven and two on the NFL picks. I mean. Woo. In the college college fantasy Woo. team that we're in, I, I took my first loss of the whole year. Yeah. Now in week three. Yeah. So. I don't know if y'all looked at the uh, things uh, are rolling for me. I don't know if y'all looked at the update. Three points separate one through five in the college fantasy. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, up, I'm, there. I'm up in there, and I've got <laughs> you're not last anymore. I'm not last anymore. What's crazy about me? What's crazy about me is four of the six teams in our college fantasy team are that are in the lead. The four uh, the top six, right. four of those guys got five points or more from a week zero team, and two of us didn't. But we're still in the top six. Yep. I know that week zero is going to come yep. back to bite us in the butt. Yeah, well, you're you're overreacting. You're killing it right now, though. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, you're overreacting. It's now, a long Texas season. State losing with the, with the incarnate the, word. To incarnate word. Incarnate word. For those of you who don't know, we, we didn't even know who incarnate word was. I still don't know where incarnate word is. Like, I, don't I don't know either, where the university is. So. I don't think anybody um, does unless you would, go there. Would love, would love to figure it out. So, if y'all are ready, we'll roll in with maple bacon. Yeah, we'll go to the yeah, next yeah. one. So, yeah. Nice, nice to mix in a little water here. Clean the palate. Nice clean. Oh, yeah, cleanse it out a little bit. Now, this one just looks like mud water. Or do that, too. Yeah. 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 You got it on you? You got it on you. She said, do I have it? Oh, my God. Yes, I do. All right. Hey, let's do it. Here we go. Oh, shit. He got the good crown, too. It ain't even the regular crown. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Hey, grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. That'll work. So, my guy over here. Mark came in That's with a, a Mark came in with the stats over there. Incarnate Word is located in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. All right. But well, that kind of makes sense now that Texas State was playing them. A little close yeah. regional. I don't even know where Texas State is, to be honest with you. There we Let's go. Do I don't think there's any school go. out there that can get closer than uh, the local rivalries, Benedict and uh, Benedict and Allen. Allen. Yeah, literally across the street. The street. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict is absolutely going to dominate them in football this year. Benedict Benedict's actually got a really solid football team. They were so, on ESPN. They were. Ago. They were. My God. My God. This is a Sunday right here. Who's your fantasy quarterback? Just out of curiosity. I know y'all are watching. Okay. 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 Solid pick. Way to to have faith in that guy, too. I mean, coming off that ankle injury, I mean, way to have faith. Thank you, sir. Mixing it up. Happy seventh anniversary to Swamp Cabbage. So... Solid. Absolutely solid. Thank you, sir. You want the rest of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're trying to take it slow. I gotta drive, bro. I know. I know. All right. All right. Now on the next year. Now we're back to it. So, <laughs> Boy. Maple, maple Bacon, bacon. Brown. This is named after the Beer, Bacon, and Bros podcast. It's always great the Maple smell, Bacon. Great, great bacon smell. Great Doug, bacon Doug did us a huge solid. We asked him. We said, hey, Doug, we think you should try and, you know, get some type of bacon flavor in there. We got to put our brains together. Came up with Maple Bacon. He did it with the Porter first. Now he's doing it with the Brown. Again, this is going to be another similarity to the salted caramel. Is it better with the brown? Is it better with the porter? Doug personally thinks it's better with the brown. I personally I'm going to have to say, with the brown. 
the brown. You definitely get the maple more in the brown. And you can get the sweeter. You can get sweeter with the correct, the correct. Than it came with the so you, def- you definitely get you definitely get more of the sweet maple with the brown, and the bacon is a little more out, uh, you know, out in your face with the brown as well. It was very good with the four. So I just like, like it better with the brown. It's almost like breakfast, breakfast in a beer, right? It really is. Oh yeah, yeah sure. It really so, is. So that is a breakfast beer. I agree. We're on uh, maple, we're on number bacon, seven, the maple bacon brown. Yeah. So, the beer bacon bros maple bacon brown. Yeah. So it's our beer. This is our. Um, we own this. <laughs> Trademark. Copyright. Copyright. I, I agree with Doug. Yeah, I, I I agree with Doug. I, I actually think I think you get honestly with the maple bacon porter. I got the maple, but I didn't get a lot of the bacon. And when you give the brown, I actually get bacon flavor. And so I'm really the bacon, the bacon is really there on this. It really is. I mean, it's it's almost like you're eating pancakes and bacon, and you're just kind of running that bacon strip through the maple syrup, and you, yeah. it's just a, a, a delicious bite. Holy crap! All right, I'm at the show. It's a little bit of uh, oh, yeah. bias. Uh, nine and three on this one. Yeah, you you think you're showing bias? Wait till I draw mine. I mean, I, I want I want a crowler of this before we go, and I want to wake up. Like I'm not gonna lie, I might wake up before my Monday meeting tomorrow and crack this. Crack it open. <laughs> I might be drinking this before my Monday meeting. Oh yeah, you went nine three. Nine three. I'm at nine two. Uh, it's, it's, I like this. It's very good. I mean, I just I, like if you're out there and you're a college football fan and you're trying to figure out what do I drink for a noon kickoff, right? I'm out of the tailgates. It might be 6.30. It might be 7 o'clock. It might be 8 o'clock. What do I start my morning with? This is the <laughs> literal perfect beer. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I could eat eggs Let's, and hash browns with this. Yeah, you couldn't get much better than this. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, it's very good. Holy crap. I was so excited when he named the porter after us and he did this flavor and people liked it. But you got to do the brown. Like, you have to do the brown. It, the flavors just come through so much better. Oh, I'll finish this on the three. Nine, six. Wow. I know. I know. That might be one of the highest we've ever done on the show. I mean, that might that's be one of the highest ever. It's, it's got to be your highest. It's, it's, it's so hard because when we did the, like, the sisters and we did all five of those sister beers from uh, oh, yeah. Goose Island. Goose Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, those beers are aged. They're awesome. They they're great. They're bottled in flavor. Goose yeah, Island. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Island. Goose Island. I mean, they were so good, but this is, I mean, this is better, this is better than the orange creamsicle, this is better than the salted caramel porter, this, this is my favorite beer they've ever done, I mean, this is, I would drink this, this would 125% be the first beer when I walk into Swamp Cabins every week in Mitchell's house. Yeah, I agree with you, so, wow, whew, that's, that's exciting stuff, that's exciting stuff, so, all right, we're going to go ahead and do the eighth beer. This is the Boykin Brown. Boykin Brown. So those, uh, those listeners out there that may not know about the Boykin Freeze, let me tell you about a little bit about the Boykin Dog. <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about the, about Go the for it. Go get, get, get the plug in for the Boykin. So it's a little, they call them the little brown dogs. Um, most, like the biggest they'll get is like 40-something pounds. Um, they'll come up to like maybe like three-quarters way up to your knee uh, on height. But... They were found in South Carolina. They've got like Chesapeake Bay, they got all kinds of different dog breeds in them. But they found this in like a low country in South Carolina, an actual town now called Boykin, South Carolina. That's where, they, that's where the first Boykin dog was ever like found and like spotted or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Didn't and they're also the um, South Carolina State Dogs. They're great little dog, like hunting dogs, especially for like waterfowl and birds because they're so small and lightweight. 
you can easily put them in a boat and they're not running around like a you know sixty pound lab knocking your ass in the water. You know, <laughs> not the boat. Yeah, but oh, my family's got seven boykins spread throughout of the family. Um, you got two, right? Of your own. We have yeah. two. My sister's got one, and my parents have four. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then um, yeah, they're just great little dogs. We're trying to get our one of our boys to be the official face of the. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I think it's fair. I, I told them I, I think it's a great idea. You guys got a lot of boys to choose from. Get a little party going on here. Get seven. Get yeah, I'm sure one of them can, can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. One of them can sit there and pose. I, I like the brown. I'm glad you brought the brown. Yeah. So this is just for those that are watching. And listening, this is just a natural brown. So we've done the salted caramel, we've done the maple bacon. This is just the natural brown. I can really taste the boykin in it. Can you? I would trust you. You're the ones that have boykin. So if you've been licking your dogs, if you've been licking your dogs, you would know the flavor profile. You got seven, so I would imagine so. Oh, that's a great ground, man. I love it. It's a great it's a, This is much better than the one that we did. That What was the brown note that we did? The brown yeah. note was good, yeah. but this is definitely much better than the brown note that we did. The 153 yeah. that we did there. Yeah. Is this better than the Oxbow? In my mind, it is. But it's, it's more my style of beer, though, too. I'm going to say it might be. I like, I like it this one's a bit smoother. A little creamier. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit creamier. It's almost like a like a real light milk chocolate flavor. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Like for me, not not cocoa, not coffee, not any, but like just legit like a Hershey's. Not not anywhere close to the Hershey's from Georgia, but but just a light milk chocolate kind of flavor. I can see that. And what, but you know, you're getting that too. And what Doug has told us, there's no chocolate in this brown at all. I know. There's no cocoa nib. There's no nothing in this brown. I know. It's, it's the way that he, it's the way that he produces it, it makes it get that chocolate. Yeah, the way I mean, everything got, works out got, when it ferments and then right, the right. process it. It's just got to be the chocolate. It's just got to be no cocoa. There's no nothing in it that gives it. Yeah. But I'm gonna go first on this one. I think this is an 8-3. Jump on in there. Yeah, I think it's an 8-3. I don't know that I... I don't know that I love this or like this more than the Oxford Amber person. But I know both of you have said you do, so I'm expecting it more than an 8 So, yeah, for me, I'm at like a 9 flat on this. Okay. Because this is definitely one of my... This is the beer that got me here, the chocolate brown. Yeah. I know it's not the chocolate brown anymore, but it's, this is sim it's very similar to what it was originally. And that's what that's what got me here was, was the chocolate brown. So I'm definitely I'm, I'm definitely up a nine spot. I'm gonna go eight eight. At eight eight for you. Okay. You're doing math in your head right now. I am doing math in my head right now. Too. After like twelve beers, you can math in your head. I mean, it's it's only been eight and a shot of Crown, a really strong shot of Crown. Yes. Uh, yep. Which we yeah. greatly appreciate. We've had, we've had a couple, couple pints. So I've had one. I mean, I, that's actually my first. So, yeah, yeah. I haven't been that's, like you. I didn't come in and start my, crushing beers at, at twelve o'clock. So. I wouldn't yeah. hear. Shit, I wouldn't hear it. At twelve, twelve thirty over here crushing beers. So. Okay, one fifteen. Um, thank you. All right, so go back down the line. We got an eight, eight, a eight, three, and a nine on the Boykin Brown there. So, um, welcoming in a nice refreshment, the nice butter lighter beer. beer, the butter beer here at this beer is my number nine. Beer. So this is my wife's favorite beer too. I think actually. Sydney, is this your favorite beer? Yes. Butter beer. 
of all know, of their I beers. Kelly, I know Kelly likes it. Of all of their beers, the butter beer is your Kelly, even there? Oh, there she is. The peaches? I just got a crowler up it. <laughs> all right. A little, little Harry Potter-esque. That's we got right. You do have a lot of time this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little, little butter beer is? Okay. All right. A little Harry Potter-esque going on over here with the butter beer. So, a butterscotch flavor. Uh, a little butterscotch flavor. Wow, I enjoy it. that's a strong flavor to it. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's very like upfront butter flavor. Yeah. All right. Ooh. All right. I'm about I like to go that. Um, very sweet immediately into my score on this one. Okay. Um, eight flat because okay. I'm respecting the butterscotch flavor. It's upfront. It's strong. It's great. It's not overpowering. Um, even though it is strong. But not a fan of butterscotch, so one of those I got to respect. I got to respect the beer for what it is. It's not my flavor profile. You got to respect the beer for what it is. No, I'm not a fan. It definitely is a good beer. Yeah, I'm not a fan of butterscotch. I say I'm a fan of the beer. Again, he's hitting on what he says. Yeah. Kelly, oh, let's go. All right, Kelly. Which keg did you blow? Butter beer. Wow. So. So just for reference, the, the millions of peaches was in that tap, and it got blown. Then the butterbeer came in, and now it's been blown. So a lot of butterbeer went pretty quickly in an hour. Wow. Oh, oh. Hell yeah. We're adding that in. Hold yeah, on. We're adding that one in. <laughs> <laughs> they just added the red velvet to the tap. Oh, the red velvet's good. That's my All right, favorite. So. That's my favorite. <laughs> We're going to end up doing 11 beers We're today 11 as we get, the, as we get the red velvet in. So. That was uh, Doug, the owner, Le- just walked by and gave us that great news. Legit, I have personally never got to try the red velvet. Have you never had the red velvet? I've never like, had any, the Any, any version? No, nope. never had it. I don't think you have either. I did. I've had it once. I don't think I ever had it. So, so Swamp brought the red velvet back about six months ago, kind of in that, that winter, well, maybe eight months ago in the winter phase. They brought it, it back like, after last, Christmas. It was like, yeah, yeah, I remember They that. brought it back on a Thursday. February. It was gone it was on gone a Sunday. Yeah. So that tells you exactly how much their red velvet is loved around here. So Yeah, it went by in the weekend. Really excited for that. Now, back to the butter beer. <laughs> back to the butter beer. Yeah, we got off on a tangent back, there. Back to the beer in hand. <laughs> so we have, a, uh, we have an eight flat from Alex. Did you want to go? I haven't tried. You, did you crush it? No, I gave it to Kelly. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait a minute. It's, it's Kelly's favorite. I'll let her put it in her, in her thing. Kyle, you got her free swag for blowing the cat. Let's go. Hey, come over here. Let me see that real quick. Yeah, let's let's, 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 let's promote let's that, that on, Let's get that on camera. So. Yeah. <laughs> here, you do it. <laughs> That's my lovely wife, Callie. That's the back of the shirt. Yeah. Nice little Swamp Cabbage logo. Nice little, nice little Swamp, swamp Cabbage shirt. logo. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. Press, press target logo. Callie. So a little, little extra promotion for them. Nice little little so, red swamp cabbage swag there. So I think I'm with Alex for this. I think I'm gonna be a seven nine. Seven nine. It's not. It's butterscotch is just not it's my favorite. It's, it's not, not, it's not my favorite all. profile. It's a it's a sweet beer. It's a good beer. But it's, if you like butterscotch, oh, if, if you like butterscotch, that's what you gotta get. Yeah, I I tell you, if you like a sweet beer, this is it. I mean, this this feels sugary. It feels butterscotch. I mean, if you like Harry Potter, go get it. You it's like very, it's very much almost kind of like a dessert like beer. It is a like dessert. It's almost like a dessert, like a dessert beer. beer. I mean, I, you it know, is very good dessert beer. You're right. No lie. You're right. This might be big brain thinking here. 
I would drink this while eating a creme brulee. I can see why. Oh, I can see that. Really I can see yeah. that. I can wow. See that. Like, like it's, this it's last week with, with the creme brulee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I really feel like it. All right. So, I'm, I'm going to give my score in a second, but just off the top of my head, all right, would you rather have caramel or butterscotch? Caramel. I could do with caramel. I'm not. I'm not really a fan of either, but I'd rather have caramel. I'm a big caramel fan, so I gotta go with caramel. But I, I know a lot I'm of people. About butterscotch candies, I just don't like. I know a lot of people that like butterscotch over caramel. Not even surprise me. No. So I'm gonna go. Uh, mm, I'm gonna take one more sip. One Let me sip, get another profile. Let me get another profile here. Mm. That's tough. I um. I'm gonna go at eight three. I, I know I've done an eight three on something before earlier today, but Kelly's saying uh, a nine flat. <laughs> yeah, a, a fits your flavor profile. We Kelly's saying a, a nine flat. You're not a beer expert by any means. We'll, <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> so, all right, uh, we're gonna welcome in beer number ten. This is the Bald Cypress Porter. We have done it before. It is the regular porter. But, we actually uh, got a we actually got a, a, a screen in this beer. Oh, this, so yeah, we're gonna also do. We're red gonna do red velvet, yeah. yeah. It's number eleven. We're gonna do it as our number eleven. So, yeah, that that's gonna be the last one, but that's the next one. Yeah, I felt that. We almost had a, a beer spill there. So, Bald Cypress Porter. Um, hey, somebody give me the alcohol check on the Bald Cypress. How much is how much alcohol? Is I think in the it's bald six Cypress? flat. I think it's six flat. <laughs> is it the red velvet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, six, six flat. flat. Oh, yeah. yeah, so six flat, which we've talked about. Doug is a little bit lighter on the bald cypress, or with the, just a porter in general. In general, yes. With a six flat, I think most porters you'll find somewhere between seven and nine. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, these porters are a bit higher on the alcohol. Content. I'm excited about it though because he's got a real clean. It's a little higher. Yeah, for porter. He's got a real clean porter. I mean, it's really like it's very drinkable. It's not going to overpower you with alcohol. Beer. It's very smooth compared to most porters, yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's a great porter. It's a very good, solid porter. Well, don't you remark? Oh, coffee. I mean, Mark's a, a big porter guy. So Mark's a big porter stuff guy. Coffee. Like, yeah, I can see where you're getting just that Just black coffee. And I mean, he's <laughs> had it Friday. Yeah, I mean. I thought you had the, the Cypress Porter, because there's only like four on Friday. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's 48 <laughs> hours ago. I don't know. <laughs> I respect it. So, But, I mean, seriously, like, it, it, it hits you with the, the Porter profile that you want, that dark roasted malt. Porter yeah. profile that, that coffee, with, that with, without an overpowering amount of alcohol, and I think yeah. that's great. I, I really do. Like, I have nothing against people that make regular porters with a 9.8 percent alcohol, bo- you know, by volume on it. But I do think that he gives a great porter, and then the variations of it with different flavors. I mean, yeah, because typically the the red velvet is port. I, I haven't seen him do it with the brown yet. So it's typically the porter they just I wonder I'm interested to see what he the red velvet itself, I'm guessing, is probably an amber or brown though. Uh, no, it's pretty dark. Blair's got it right there. Was the was the uh the red velvet was it the brown or the porter, do you know? That's the brown. It looks like a brown though from the color. 
Yeah, I agree. We'll, we'll ask about it in a second. We'll get clarification on it in a second. So we got to uh, comment, so we'll be able to I'm going to go yeah. um, eight, nine on this one. Alex, always a darker beer fan and an IPA fan. Solid eight, nine there. Oh, nine, two. Nine, two. Nine, two. This is one of my, this is one of my favorite quarters. Wow. This is why I love doing this show, because I, I'm going to be different than y'all, and I'm going to be lower than y'all, but it's about the fact that when we... It's not your flavor profile. When we, well, not just that. I mean, I think it's a solid beer, and I think in general... It's a brown. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I mean, I think it's a really solid beer. I have absolutely nothing against it. But I think at the end of the day, there's just... It's just not, yeah, I, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just not something that's in my flavor. But at the end of the day. You're also more into the lighter beers, the sours. I'm into different, I am. I'm in different variations. So I, I think in general, it's really, I, I like the fact that he has a lighter beer. I really do. I think that, that, that most well, it, people. It definitely is a lot lighter than most porters. Most people, when they get to making porters, they feel like it's got to be a coconut porter or a you know, a chocolate porter or, a, a, you know, a double coffee porter. And then it's got to be, you know, seven and a half to 11% alcohol. Yeah. I like that he's out of the ballpark there. He's out of the box and he, he's doing a nice little porter, nice cream and crisp, got a little black, you know, a little black coffee flavor to it. Yeah. And it's a solid six. So. What? Saying a solid six is extra score. No, no, no. no. Solid content. six on the alcohol content. Um, absolutely not. I, I would never score anything that Doug does. I don't think that Doug, like 100% honest from my heart, I don't think that Doug could make a beer that's actually in the sixes. No, I think <laughs> I mean, everything Doug makes is like eight, eight above, or at least seven and a half above. I'm going to give it an eight one in my opinion. An eight one. So, um, all right, so we got a lot of beer sitting around. Got a little extra spe- something special. Got the red velvet on tap now. Going to be beer number 11 for the bros. And we're going to go ahead and welcome it in. Something Alex and I have never tasted before. We don't know what to expect. But this is something that is, again, ex- extremely special. Something that, I mean, we have literally wanted to taste. and just could not get here in a matter of four days to even, to even try this. No, 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 leave that, leave that. I'm saying, I'm saying that. Okay. Leave that, leave that. Yeah, yeah. But you, you can put those, you can put all those. I need, I need to go to the gym to be able to lift that now. You got it. Uh, again, special thank you to Dylan from Cinetopical. If you're not following them yet, make sure that you're following them. Cinetopical does movie reviews, movie trailer reactions, uh, Rotten Tomato score reactions. They're they're great. They got like great podcast too. Great yeah, podcast. they got like five and a half million subscribers or whatever. Not really, not that much, but they do have a lot of subscribers, a lot more than we do. So make sure that you're following them if you're not. I'm excited for you guys to try this because I love the red velvet. Stuff. It's pretty good. Pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. That's my highest one so far. Nine two, nine three. Uh, you have a nine two on the bald cypress. You got a nine on the brown. You got a nine two on the maple bacon. 
and then that's going to be it for you as far as the nines. So you got a, a split. I'm going 9-3 on this. Wow. I'm going 9-2. I'm going 9-3. Anything, anything that is red velvet to me. No, I was 9-3. Oh, sorry. You were 9-3. I don't, I don't think Alex is going to be bad to put him at 9-3 either. Do hey, what? I don't think it's going to be bad if he put him at 9-3 either. So, so 9-2 for Alex, 9-3 for you. Why are you so high on Velvet? Because I personally love like, – Red Velvet is one of my favorite flavors. I mean, I'll just tell you, I, I had to make me a Red Velvet cake for my birthday. Red Velvet is one of my favorite flavors. The Red Velvet Porter was one of my favorite beers that he made. This is just as good as Red Velvet Porter. So, so just as good or better? I think this is better. You, the regular red velvet, which is a brown, just to be clear. Right. This is the brown, not is the quarter. Yeah. But I think the brown, you get more of the red velvet flavor than you would out of the quarter, just because it's a lighter beer in general. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. I think Alex would agree. A brown, a brown is more, is, you get more flavor out of a brown than you get yeah, out of the I'm getting more of it out of it. I think I've had the red velvet port. This is very familiar. I'm not, I've had it. But I do think this is a lot sweeter and. Mm, the red velvet and the coconut are my, are my favorite from here. In je- like, personally. But yeah. I'm, all, I'm also a coconut porter guy. I love coconut porter. Coconut yeah. porter is my favorite. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I mean, even porter. even last time when we did their coconut porter, you even gave it a pretty good score. Yeah. Well, even even Alex likes it. Alex hates coconut. Yeah. yeah. Alex and Callie both love the coconut porter. Man, I just don't know. I, I'm I'm stuck on whether this cracks the nines for me because I, I really are you stuck because you're not a fan of red velvet? No, I love red velvet. I, I just don't know that I'm 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 blasted away with a red velvet solid flavor. I think. Well, I mean, I've, we've also had a shit ton of beer, yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, absolutely. It's not. It's the flavor, but still, I still pick up the red velvet in this. I still pick up that that flavor profile. For me personally, I still think it's a very good beer, in my opinion. Yeah. And obviously, I was thinking just sort of the nine too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely a, a solid beer. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll give it a nine flat. There you go. I, I think at the end of the day, yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's a really, really good beer. I do agree that I think what we've learned from today is that with, when Doug goes with something flavor profile-wise with the Browns, it comes through a little bit more bold. I agree with that. Than compared yeah. to when he does something with the border. I agree with yeah. that. I agree. Yeah. It's, I mean, def- it's definitely more prevalent in the brown than it is the border. Yeah. Just because it's a yeah. lighter style of beer even, versus the border. Even, even with maple bacon or even with... Uh, the, maple ba- the maple bacon brown was definitely better than the maple bacon border. Yeah. In my opinion. And I, I, and I mean, I like... Did you see who that was? Yeah, yeah, that's all. I saw who it was. Alex would like to give credit to Casey Hill. He's almost scored a touchdown for the, for the Saints. So, no, um, that was um, a QB scramble. Yeah, it's a little, a little scramble. A little, little, wasn't even a draw. Did you get the touchdown? He almost got it. He almost got it. And now we're going back to Jameis. Oh, famous Jameis. I, I do think that he has. He's been able to put through more flavors or more bold flavors with the Browns. And with the porters, and even even with the salted caramel brown getting less score or less of a score than with the salted caramel porter, I think that that you just definitely get more of the flavors with the browns. And so again, I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a nine. That's gonna put it at a uh, a nine, nine two to, yeah. total. So 
Um, going back down the list, I, I just did the averages of what our scores were today. We've tried 11 beer from Swamp Cabbage. I want to immediately say thank you for bringing us in on their seventh oh, yeah. anniversary. Yeah. They certainly didn't have to do it. We love it here. Uh, but but they, awesome. they brought us in. Here. We love it. We're here every Friday for trivia. We're we are. here for everything. Yeah, and, and we love being able to come in and, and support them and, and them support us. So uh, they actually have our flag hanging behind us. So uh, stays here Yeah, we didn't put that flag there. That flag yeah, was already here. That we, flag we is permanently. They do it. Yeah, it's here every week. Yeah, yeah. We, we love the love that they show us. If you're in Columbia, South Carolina, you've got to try them. But going back down the list. catch us here almost every Friday for trivia. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Every Friday night for trivia, we'll be here. So, uh, going back down the list, all 11 beers from us. We have salted, uh, or sorry. The Sable? The Sable Palm Blonde. It came in at an 8-5 team total. Uh, the Lima Pino came in at an 8-7 team total. Team average. Team average, yeah. I guess that's probably the better way to say yeah. it. Team average. Yeah, average. Uh, the Oxbow Amber, a solid 8-5. Literally every single one of us gave it an 8-5. Yeah. Clear uh, cut across the board. Yeah, clear cut across the board. Guaranteed 8-5. Oh, yeah. Silo approval. Put yeah. it on there, baby. The American Bros. Silo approval. The Blood Orange Amber came in at an 83.5, which is an 8-3 and a half. Yeah. Uh, the Dunkel Wiser came in at an 8-1. Salted Caramel Brown came in at an 8-6. The winner today, the biggest or highest score, I guess is the best way to say it, number seven on their list, the Maple Bacon Brown scored a 9-4 combined score for the team. It happens to be the beer that is named after us. <laughs> We're, we're, I'm, not I'm, we're, we're not, not biased. We're not biased at all. I, I know it sounds like we're biased, but seriously, I mean, of the beers it's that we tasted today, beer. it is very fantastic. Maple bacon. maple bacon. And, and the crowd even agrees it's the, maple, it's oh, the yeah. best so far today. Um, just a unique flavor profile. I mean, I don't know anyone else that is doing not only a maple or a bacon style beer, but a maple bacon, but a maple bacon style yeah. beer. And, I and, mean, and you get both flavor profiles out of the beer. You really do. You really do. So. Just really impressive there by Doug. Uh, the eighth beer that we tried, the Boykin Pork, or Boykin Brown coming in at an 8-7. The Butter Beer coming in at an 8-1. The Ball Cypress Porter coming in at a solid number three today at an 8-8. And then the Red Velvet Special uh, Tasting for us came in uh, at a 9-2, the second best beer that we had today. So um, we almost didn't have it. Almost, almost didn't have it, it but we got to try it. Uh, Swamp Cabbage got 20 beers set up for today in case stuff starts blowing. Two have already popped. Two have, three have already popped. Three or two. Three have already popped. Three have popped. Three have, popped. Three have already popped for them. So 17 uh, of the 20 remaining. It's only 3.20 in the afternoon. They got another almost five hours to be able to provide beer. Oh, yeah. Come get it. A lot of people out here. If you're in Columbia, South Carolina, you definitely got to come. You got to come get it. Yeah. Must right. see. Must see. Must so, drink. Must, must drink. drink. I tell you what, I'd like to do a little bit extra. I, I know we're already a little bit over an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, total, total five more minutes. You'll be okay. Um, beer that actually surprised you was better than what you thought it was going to be, and beer that disappointed you today. Beer that surprised me the Blood Orange. Okay. Because it's not one of my favorite profiles, but it was definitely a very good beer. Okay. I think the butter beer surprised me. Um, but I've had other places where you kind of get like the creamy texture of butter or creamy right, like an oily kind of yeah. beer. But I've never had one hit as hard with the butterscotch. And I say hard, I'm not saying it's overpowering. 
right, not nearly as very, very nearly had the right. prominent flavor of like you're like okay, I guess it's butter. This one, this one, you were clearly like okay, no, that's butter, stuff. right? Yeah. You know, it was kind of surprising on how well it was there. Okay. It was there. Okay. Um, I and I, I guess another thing like I said, like you know, we talked about. I respect the beer for it. It's not my flavor. I wouldn't choose it. Right, but. I acknowledge that that beer is good if that's what fits your flavor. Right. If it fits your beer flavor, it's going to be your number one. Um, disappointment. I don't know if I really had a disappointment. All I had a disappointment. I mean, one, one that came in under what you expected. It's, it's not that it's a disappointing beer. I mean, seriously, the lowest score that we gave today was a 7-7. A seven, seven. Yeah, I think. So the one, I would guess I, I, the Dunkle came in lowest for me. Yeah. Um, Dunkle was my lowest as well. But again, it's a it wasn't good beer. It was a bad beer. It was just, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, it didn't compare to the other beers. It was, it was crazy to me, I guess, like with, like with the Dunkle, if you've got that beer there where I gave you a 7-7. Seven, seven. Just not my favorite, not my go-to. Beer. Right, right. But it's. A great base beer for all these other different beers. Right, and, 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 and I think what we were was yeah, what he what he makes off of that was better than what the actual base yeah. beer. So that's what I would say. My not disappointed. Again, disappointment not, I'm not looking for the yeah. word disappointment. I'm looking for something that came in lower than what you expected. Yeah, yeah. I would say the Dunkle thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same for you. Okay. What was your surprise beer of the day? I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I didn't remember. Uh, I know you said it was the butter beer. Yeah. Oh, the uh, blood orange. The blood orange. Okay. Blood orange. Okay. I, you know, I, I'll actually, to bat off what you said with the blood orange, that's actually going to be my, my low score of the day. I, I just, I'm surprised a little bit because I, th- I think I have, 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 have like, uh, touchdown by Jameis Winston. Wow. Crowd deal. Got a little excited here. Never thought, yeah, never thought I'd ever actually be surprised by Jameis Winston scoring another touchdown, but. For me, Blood Orange, I think, actually comes in at the beer that I think hit lower. I mean, only because I think, for me, I expect such a high level of flavor profile and such a high level of execution with Doug. I mean, it's just been such a great brewer, and, and we've tried so many of his beers over the, right. the almost three years that we've been doing this now. I think, for me, it came in a little bit lower. Than, it just, it, to me, wasn't a beer that, that, that I liked, honestly. I get, I, and so for me, I think that's going to be my low for the day. Surprisingly, what I actually like that I didn't think I was going to like, the lima pino. I mean, I only gave it. I, I only gave it. A, I only gave it an eight three. But at the end of the day, surprisingly, like I actually enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to like it. It's not a flavor that we've seen from many other beers across our time doing this, and it's executed well. It is exactly what he says it's going to be. Live and healthy. Perfect execution. I mean, it really is. There's a little bit of spice for those that like to have that little bit of pop a little bit on your it's ears. Pop, yeah. It's got it. But it's not too much to make you like, you're not going to have your second one and be like, okay, this is getting out of hand. Yeah, right. yeah. It's exactly. not going to burn exactly. your throat or anything. Yeah. There is just a little bit of spice in your mouth. The flavor is there. That's really and, all and, it is. It, and it's there. It's exactly what he says it's going to be. I agree. We'll go, we'll go ahead and put a bow on it. I want to obviously thank Swamp Cabbage for bringing us in thank again. You, Swamp uh, happy seventh anniversary. Cheers to all of those. If you're in, here in this episode, I think we're drunk. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you're in Columbia, South Carolina, stop by Swamp Cabbage, buy one of their seventh anniversary glasses. Dollar you get off a, every beer coming forward. Move forward. Exactly. Yeah, nice gold ring next year. On the exactly oh, what yeah. both of them say. It's a dollar off and a golden ring. Oh, yeah. So, let's do it. Um, all right. All right. Till next time. See you guys. Yeah, I know.
I want to go. Hit the stop button.